in a world where Mad Lab Theater. What are you doing? Making the Mad Lab ad for Cinema Wheeler Tay. Oh, here's my other one. Susan thought it was just another day, and then she met Mad Lab. Why don't you just say that Mad Lab is the new works theater in downtown Columbus, featuring hilarious comedies, powerful dramas, improv with FFN, the annual Young Writers Festival, and the longest running shorts festival in central Ohio, Theater Roulette. That sounds pretty awesome, especially when I do it over the Star Wars theme. Star Wars is always a good choice. Mad Lab, the original. For more information, follow us on Facebook, Instagram, and Twitter, or visit us at madlab.net. Welcome back to another episode of uh, Cinema Wheeler Tay. It's uh, Sean, Tony, and Scott once again. Welcome back. Hey. And we're joined by our uh, third three-timer. Am I the first three-timer? Uh, the third. You're, you're the first lady. Third, third timer? Yeah. You're behind, just for clarification, Josh Greenwald and Brendan Calvert. Oh, my God. <laughs> now, I think we'll the keep first this time I was the second one, I was right. the second guest. You were. I was behind Josh. Yes. I'm fine with that. Yes. I'm fine, Brendan. <laughs> I know. I, you are the first lady three Yes, okay. that you well, are. You're the first female three timer. Just kidding, Brendan. We love you. Yeah, we do. We love Brendan. You know. <laughs> we also love Sarah, which is why we've had her on for a third time. And we also time. love Gil, who's yeah. currently occupying my lap. Gil's the winner. He's the sweetest little Jack Russell. <laughs> it's Sarah Booker Greer, by the way, just so yeah, everyone knows yeah. who right. it is. Sean, yeah, that's right. I'm married. <laughs> she is. Gosh. It's no longer just... Sarah Booger, or, Bush, or whatever Bush. name we have, and today we're going to talk about uh, uh, the movie. It's going to start off what we call Disney Month here at Cinema Wheeler today, because Scott, Tony, and I are going to be traveling to Disney World this month. Yes. So, what better way to honor it than to cover Disney movies? Uh, and we've got a big one today. It's uh, from 1964. It's Mary Poppins. <laughs> we also have another special guest, Gil, here, ladies and gentlemen. Uh, Gil's Sarah's trying dog. to feel up, Tony. It's real special. It may or may not look like I'm breastfeeding a dog right now, but... <laughs> Gil. Gil, Gil loves vintage Disney, and that's why we're having a <laughs> Yeah. Gil. His favorite character in Mary Poppins is Mary. Yeah. So that's right. That is right, Gil. Hey. It's looking right at me now. That's good. Hey. So, um... Uh, this is a, a a movie. I think uh, Walt Disney considers this like one of. I think when he was alive, this is one of his pet projects that yeah. he was really invested in getting off the ground. It was like a few years before he died because he died in 1967. So yeah, this was 64. Yeah, 64. Yeah. So this is probably like his last. No Disney World yet. No, yeah. no, that was Crazy. post Disneyland existed. Disneyland, yeah. yeah. That was post-death, I guess, for him, you know, because the plans were still up in the air, I think, for Disney World at the time. Yeah. Well, he's he had... frozen somewhere. Exactly. He'll, this is... he'll be able to read it. Is that true? <laughs> I think his head's frozen. That's always been the thing. Just his head? So he was Cryogenically <laughs> frozen There's somewhere. There's a lot of issues. That's strange. <laughs> That's right. You know what? If now it's... the joke in Austin Powers makes a lot more sense. 
That's why Walt Disney was cryogenically frozen down there. Yeah. Oh, it's all making sense. Yep, it's not just a joke. There's actually a rumor that that actually happened. Uh, I hope it is true, actually. I don't know whether it's actually true or not. I'd like the illusion that it's true. You know? Do you like to think that his head is somewhere right. frozen in time? It is. <laughs> and they're going to bring him back <laughs> well into the future where he can't comprehend anything that's going on. Just know? his head. Just his head, yeah. <laughs> But getting back to Mary Poppins as we progress. Um, yeah, this was a big uh, project for him. And uh, it's also the the only movie during his lifetime that, you know, he was involved with as, you know, mm-hmm. producer. Uh, that was nominated for Best Picture for an Oscar. So it was a really successful yeah, movie. and Julie Andrews won the Oscar for Best Actress she in did, 1964. She did. Yeah, she did. For Mary Poppins. And... I want to, that may be a good way to start off before I go around with the impressions because the side note for this movie would be very interesting to you, Tony, mm-hmm. because... Oh, all that fake drama. <laughs> Let me just clear the air right now for Audrey, okay? There is no real drama between the two of them. I think they were fine. They were friends. Audrey really supported Julie Andrews and was happy that she had the opportunity to do Mary Poppins because it really launched her American career as an actress and not just a Broadway star in England. Um, well, and when they made My Fair Lady, they went with Audrey Hepburn because she was a na- like a she well was known. a named actress, yeah. and that's what yeah. they wanted. Like, yeah, exactly. Yeah, I know there was a lot of controversy with My Fair Lady at the time because uh-huh. Julie Andrews had originated the role of right. uh, Eliza Doolittle on Broadway, you know, mm-hmm. with Rex Harrison. So they were mm-hmm. both in it, and you know, the Warner Brothers were producing a film version, and they yeah. ended up casting Audrey Hepburn, and so Julie Andrews got Mary Poppins instead she was available mm-hmm. to do that and yeah. I think that's the that's that's a great problem to have if you're well, up for My Fair Lady and Mary Poppins that's a like, that is yeah. I mean honestly yeah. I think yeah. it's like divine intervention I mean look at what that did for Julie Andrews right yeah you, you know it's it, funny because Jack Warner had a pet project in My Fair Lady because we went to see <laughs> My Fair Lady at the at the movie theater and Jack Warner was prowling around like Walt Disney does with Mary Poppins, like showing <laughs> mm-hmm. the sets and everything. Yeah. Like, yeah. Did like a little documentary like a, thing. So they had like doling pet projects that they're at the same time. They did, they did. You know, because, uh, you know, Walt Disney, he was all over the place with Mary Poppins. Like you said, Jack yeah. Warner's running around all over the place. <laughs> Both these big musicals are coming out that year. Yeah. Um, and I think from what I heard, both Julie Andrews and Audrey Hepburn became really good friends. And yeah. the interview I watched with Julie Andrews when I was preparing for this, you got the impression she didn't really care. Like, mm-hmm. she was disappointed she didn't get the role, but it had nothing to do with who else was cast. It was yeah. just, but she said she was fine with it. It's like, it's not like... I mean, Rex Harrison's the diva. Yeah. Yeah, exactly. And I also would yeah. just like to say, in defense, that when Rex Harrison won the award for Best Actor, Audrey was the presenter. Mm-hmm. And when he came up there... Um, he said something to the effect of, oh, you know, and um, I suppose I have two fair ladies. And then Audrey said, absolutely. And she smiled and kind of like nodded to Julie Andrews and then the camera panned in and Julie Andrews, of course, smiled. So I really believe Audrey was genuine about it. You know, I don't think it was like this. Hollywood just being Hollywood to start stuff. Oh, yeah. They don't need to mess with Audrey because I'm not getting involved. <laughs> and don't even get me started on Marty Nixon. Okay. <laughs> I'm I know. Not I, going I'm there. staying away from the Marty Nixon thing. I did hear she was a voice in Mary Poppins somewhere too, so I'm gonna I'm gonna avoid that. <laughs> Marty Nixon was Audrey's singing voice in My Fair Lady for those who were at home. And there is video footage, evidence 
Marnie Nixon on the DVD you bought me. What it was like the My Fair Lady fiftieth mm-hmm. anniversary, what was it? Something, Something to like that, that effect, yeah. Anyway, Marnie Nixon was talking smack on Rodri and I did not have it. <laughs> what cause she didn't sing? Yeah, she was like saying these things. So Marnie Nixon was trying to make it sound like Audrey Hepburn was mad or jealous or deceitful and things with, with the whole Marnie Nixon thing and she made a comment, she's like I remember her exact words. She's like, Audrey would try to sneak into the studio and watch me sing and this, this, that, and I can't even go any further. <laughs> Lies! <laughs> Don't believe it, people. <laughs> Don't believe it. Yeah, Marnie Nixon, hope, hopefully her estate does not listen, listen to this podcast. Listen, anybody that tries to talk smack about Audrey Hepburn, seriously, not just me, I think anyone would not believe it. Right? Yeah, I mean, come on, Marty Nixon. Nobody even knows who you are. I Let say, it go. I honestly have no idea who Marty Nixon exactly. was. Exactly. Right. That's what right. it's all about. I just found out. Now so you know the hater. Suck it. Yeah. She's suck just it. jealous. You know now. Yeah, you know, I, you're, I you're familiar. Marty Nixon is the voice behind Eliza Doolittle and My Fair Lady. She also dubbed as Maria in West Side Story instead of Natalie say, Wood. Natalie Wood. Um, and a few other here and there's she would do the mm-hmm. voices for but my question is if you were so great not Marnie how come you didn't star in any yeah. of yeah okay that's the real question <laughs> how do we know you're not related to Richard Nixon Marnie that's, that's the bigger <laughs> maybe question maybe you we are have. and maybe that's why this all makes sense tricky dick tricky yeah. Marnie yeah Nixon the last name just just a bad yeah. connotation yeah. there yeah uh, but uh Getting back to Mary Poppins, um, good segue. That is good. It's, it's really smooth. <laughs> it's a really smooth segue. Um, so I was going to go around the table. Like uh, I'll start with Sarah. Like, uh, what was your first impression of this movie? And like, when you first found out about it? Um, I remember watching it as a kid. So Mary Poppins is my dad's favorite movie. Oh, ever? Time. It's Aww. his favorite movie. He's quoted it many times throughout my life. <laughs> Um, but I, I always remember watching it as a kid and, um, I hated the end cause I hated that she had to leave. Like it made me really sad and it's still now as an adult watching it, it like makes me even more sad with like the parent, like there's a lot of issues with the Banks family. Let's mm-hmm. just be honest. Mm-hmm. But the yeah. other thing I remember, um, <laughs> my parents talking about specifically my dad was like how badass the, gr- like, well not the grandma, she's the grandma in, um while you were sleeping but the mom um cause she's like fighting for women's rights yes yeah so, the suffering sister suffering yeah our daughter's daughters will adore us um yes. yeah I, I I don't know I've always loved Mary Poppins since I don't even remember the first time I saw it cause I just remember it always being on when I was a kid my dad loves it and he's like a 63 year old like Book, bro. Virtual, <laughs> virtual high five to Mr. Dude. Booker. Yeah, he loves it. And that's his, that's his meal ticket right yeah, there. Yeah, that's his swan song. Yeah. Whatever, I don't know. But that's sweet. Yeah. yeah, some heavy shit. With sorry, but some no. heavy stuff with yeah. uh, Mary Poppins. There is. There actually is a so lot. I want to get into family. that. Yeah. I definitely yeah. want to get into it a little bit. But uh, how about you, Tony? What was your? I know your. Yeah. I can't really remember the first time I'd seen it because, you know, growing up, we always just watched Disney movies. It's kind of hard to say the very first time I saw it, but I always really liked it. <laughs> I um, I found I, I found Mary Poppins to be really relatable for me. I, I liked that she had a strong sense of style and she had a strong sense of who she, she was. And, um, like, growing up, I never... Um, I love kids, but I never really knew if I wanted to have any, but I loved being around them. You know, like, I'm always the aunt, Auntie Tony, you know? 
And so, I don't know, I just really loved Mary Poppins. She didn't have any kids of her own. She wasn't tied down. She didn't have a family, but she was still very family-oriented. Mm-hmm. So I just kind of saw a lot of that in myself and just little nuances that Mary Poppins has. But I just loved the character, um, and I really liked the story, the way that it was done. I think it's really well done. There are a lot of issues going on within the family, and um, I like Mary Poppins' role in that she steps in and uh, does what she can to kind of help help them out. And the music's great, you know, Julie Andrews. I mean, the songs are phenomenal. The costumes, the set. It, it really almost looks like a Broadway show in oh, a movie. Yeah, you know, nice. it really, it's just amazing. I, the more and more I watch it, you know, the older I get, the more and more I really like it and I'm pretty enjoy sure it. the first time Kenny ever came to my parents' house, my dad, like, made us sit down and watch Mary Poppins. <laughs> and then watch, like, a featurette of, like, you know, like how they actually made Mary Poppins and all that stuff. Like a pre-Saving Mr. Banks. Your dad sounds like me, actually. <laughs> That's probably <laughs> well, what I would do with my kids. You guys want to watch the featurette? <laughs> who, who, who wants to listen to the commentary yeah. on the Blu-ray? I'm um, playing it. That's okay. Um, oddly enough, um, I can't really vouch for... For you, Scott, but I don't. We didn't really have much of a. Uh, we didn't really grow up with Mary Poppins, oddly enough. I mean, we knew of it, no. we knew it existed, but my first recollection of, of anything related to Mary Poppins is that my aunt Judy, I think, one year, like gave us, like donated all of these, like Disney, you know, forty five records that would give you the whole story on a forty five with the picture book. Mm-hmm. We had that whole collection of all these Disney movies like Snow White and Cinderella and Dumbo, all the, all that stuff. Mary Poppins was one of those records. And it would always end with one of those songs for the movie. So after playing that, you felt like you saw the movie already before you actually actually saw it. Yeah. And, you know, I knew of it, you know, because so much of it's in the public consciousness now. Like, you know, my grandmother used to sing A Spoonful of Sugar to, to me before I even knew it was part of... Uh, Mary Poppins. It was you are you are my sunshine, my grandmother Joanne. Aww. It was uh, you are my sunshine and uh, spoonful of sugar. And she would always sing it like whenever I go over to her house when we're she's making. Next treats time and I stuff see like her, that. I'm just gonna start singing spoonful of sugar. You should. She'll in my know. best Julie Andrews voice. <laughs> yeah, she'll love that because she'll know what that <laughs> how that got around. Sense. Yeah. Don't even say it. Sorry, sorry. No, she, no, got no. she got enough air time. She got enough airtime on this podcast. She made a lot of airtime. We're gonna have Marty Nixon overdub Tony's voice when she sings to my grandma. Oh my god, that would be hell. <laughs> Never do that. <laughs> um, so that's like I didn't actually see it in its entirety until a couple years ago, actually, because I finally said I'm gonna sit down and watch this. Oh really? Yeah, you know, I never actually. What I, did you think of Dick Van Dyke's accent? Uh, I have I have a lot of opinions on that. Over. Um, <laughs> yeah, maybe Marty should have dubbed over that accent. Um, <laughs> what about awesome. y- your impression? Was that kind of the same thing? And like, do you remember those forty fives we used to own in the house? I don't remember that. God, I guess it was just me. I guess I had. I wasn't in the music, so if there was something going on music related, I probably was like tuning out. If there was a record player involved, Scott stayed away. Yeah. Actually, I mean, I was always—I've always been aware of Mary Poppins, but I've never actually watched the movie until recently. In fact, I saw Saving Mr. Banks before I saw the Mary Poppins movie. Yeah. I was like, I should probably watch it. It looks I good. It put so. all this... The first time you watched it was with me, wasn't it? Mary I Poppins. watched it with you, yeah. Pale and tra- Travelers, what a terrible human being. She's even worse in real life than she is in the movie. I know, I know she but is. You got a but, drunk dad. You know, she's, who doesn't yeah. these days? Yeah, she's come a, on. She's a curmudgeon. I, think it's, I don't think she's a bad person. She's just. 
I guess Mary Poppins in the books is very, it's not even gentle and nice. No, like, no. She, nope. like, beat the kids senselessly. Yeah. Just a charming book you want to well, make. I only related to the Disney version. Of I, I just want to know, yeah, like, I like Disney <laughs> yeah. Disney's daughters were reading this book and they loved it. Right. And you're saying it's, like, these this dark thing. And they'll just like, I can't wait to make this into a lighthearted movie. <laughs> you know, I just, how did that come about? This might like, seem stupid, but I just realized sitting here that George Banks... Last name is Banks, and he works at a bank. <laughs> <laughs> and for some reason, it's like okay. And isn't the nanny that they isn't the last name of the nanny that they buy her is Nanny? I don't know. Katie Nanny. I think I read that. Maybe they just oh, called, uh, her nanny. called her Nanny. Yeah. Katie. Oh, Nanny. I think that's uh, a British. I feel like like Auntie Tony. Well, maybe it, he comes from a family of bankers. You know, like well, Smith, he did Locksmith. because yeah. remember at the end when they called him and said they wanted him there at nine, he said they said um. Something like, we regret to do this, given all you've, you and your family have done for the bank, you and your father before you. So I get the impression that that job was just slated yeah. for him, kind of, you yeah. know? Oh, yeah. I, I don't I don't know what the bankers do. It's probably the like, They grovel all the time. Look, Mr. Banks was pushing the nine Yeah. And <laughs> he was hating his life, like, yeah. grinding his bones. Is it the same mm-hmm. bank as in Harry Potter? I wonder if it's the same. <laughs> yes, it is. Um, if you look closely, you'll, you'll see a golden egg. Of you'll see the goblins behind the counter. <laughs> Just sitting in a little shirt. Davis. Um, I wonder if he became a banker because his last name was Banks, so maybe that's what causes, like... That's a song! <laughs> yeah. I have a lot of problems with George Banks, though. He's the biggest hypocrite in the movie, by and he, far. With his uh, Hitler mustache. Yeah. <laughs> Hitler mustache. He yeah. comes out, he's like, he, he's so upset that the kids are singing. But what does he do when he comes they out? He sings a song! <laughs> yeah, yeah, he sings a song! Yeah, yeah. He sings a song about how he, when he comes home, he expects dinner on the table, <laughs> yeah. and the children fed and in bed... And all this and all that, 602, yeah. you know. P.S., I'm pretty sure every time I ever watch this with my dad, like the little boy, Mike, Michael, yeah. Michael. Banks, my dad's always like, yeah, that kid's dead. <laughs> like, he is. Yeah, he is. He is. Yeah, I felt I, terrible when I, I saw that. I think he committed suicide. It was, he died kind of young, like about maybe 10 he, years he after died, that movie. Yeah, he died yeah. very young. And that's like yeah. the one thing my dad always... That kid's dead. <laughs> like, okay, thank you. As soon as he appears, just to let you guys know, that kid's dead now. Surprisingly, a lot of people are still alive in this movie. The mother. It's amazing. And Julie Andrews. Wait, she's yeah. the mother. And Dick Van Dyke. And obviously, the daughter yeah. is still alive. Linus, the yeah. daughter's alive. She's still alive. She's in fact, she lady. took like a 30 year break. And I feel like I've seen her in other movies. She, she was, was a grandma like, and superstar. <gasps> yes! Uh, that movie, it, oh my god, I love I that movie. Time. The best part in that movie is With, where Molly Shannon, okay. yeah. where she's like training Molly Shannon to do this like recital at the school, and the grandmother's in a wheelchair, and she's like, "When I say do the twist, you do the twist." You know, she has like that shaky yeah. voice, and she's like, "When I say jump, you jump. When I say you know spin, you spin. When I say ooga booga, you ooga booga." Molly <laughs> Shannon goes, "Grandma, what does ooga booga mean?" She goes. I don't know, but when I say it, you better fucking figure it out. <laughs> and that always was my favorite. Oh, she's the, the mother in Mary Poppins? Yes. Holy she's crap. She's grandmother I, and superstar. She's great in this movie, by the and way. The I loved her. In while you were sleeping. Holy crap. Book. What? Which uh, may or may not be a ripoff of an apparent <laughs> That's a great character, too, because, like, she's... She's definitely like very progressively minded with women's yeah. rights and voting she and everything. She's a slug, Mr. Banks, though. Yeah, she's like submissive to him. I'd be yeah. like, Look, Banksy, you need to shut your damn mouth 
Uh, find I your think own you're nanny. working nine to five. I'm working hard too. I'm trying to find a damn nanny for these kids <laughs> so I can go fight my women's rights. Not so that. I have two other maids <laughs> taking care of this household. But not only that, but she's also kind of mousy with them too. Like she turns into kind of like uh, a I know, ditch yes, almost. George. Like yeah. where, you know, where she's really vigorously involved with the women's rights, but then she comes home and she's well. You have to remember, Mary Poppins was supposed to be set in the nineteen early nineteen hundreds. Women were very submissive to men at that point yeah. in history. Not so. Mary Poppins. No, yeah, Mary Poppins, Mary Mary Poppins, Poppins was her own. Mary Poppins is like a honey badger. She's like, I will take all of you. She runs her there. own business. I will, <laughs> I love, she's an she's entrepreneur. Self, she's self-employed. She uh, talks to her umbrella. Yes, she does. Is she a witch or is she an angel? I don't know. What I she's... think she's just a magical. I think it's subjective. Yeah. Yeah. Wondered if she reminds me of like Inspector Gadget. Like it just like she does all this stuff and people are just like, okay, whatever. Like, there she is. Right, she's yeah. like an X-Men. She's like a pre yes. She's a mutant. A mutant. <laughs> and Bert's like, she's the wind's changing. That means Mary's coming. Yeah. And it's like Bert. Bert's a drifter. I mean, we yeah. don't yeah. really know what he's doing to those children. Hopefully nothing. Yeah, I know. Um, Let's hope not, because it's Dick Van Dyke, and that would really tarnish my perception of him. Also, yeah. like, Dick Van Dyke in his prime. Um, yeah. yeah. You know. Yeah, it was. Post-Chitty-Chitty, yeah. Chitty, or no, pre-Chitty-Chitty Chitty Bang Bang. Oh, yeah. Really? I love him. This, I love This is during the show. Yeah. post-Dick Van Dyke show. Uh, Isn't it's the fifties. The the show ran for like four or five seasons, and I think when did Mary Tyler Moore show start? Seventy. That was the seventies, yeah. <laughs> so there was like a, a side note. I sadly know this, but Dick Van Dyke started like in sixty one, I think, and it ran to like sixty five or sixty six. That was right around. So this, this time, came yeah. out. This was like the absolute peak of his career. What was Jerry Van Dyke doing during this time? Uh, you probably guest starring on the Dick Van Dyke show. <laughs> I know. I think I would love. Hey, don't have my own show. Don't get me started on Coach. We could go on for hours on that show. Craig T. Um, Nelson. Craig T. Nelson. Yeah, the man. Um, But yeah, I mean, I I had the same thing with Scott. It's like that she's not really defined. I kind of like that. I kind of like that we don't know who Mary Poppins is. Like she's not a witch. She's not a like some magical. I never would suspect she was a witch. I don't. No. Yeah. She's just a nanny who happens to have magical powers. Maybe she went to Hogwarts. <laughs> I, I, you know, I kept thinking that would be that's a perfect crossover between Harry Potter and Mary Poppins. It's Britain. I, don't know, I feel like Mary Poppins is almost like a figment of your imagination. Yeah. Like, what if she yeah. was just there, like visible to like the mm-hmm. family, mm-hmm. Yeah. and not everybody else? She but was the, exactly what they needed when they needed it. Exactly. But then Bert's Caesar, so that's well, Bert has issues. Yeah. That's true. You know? Bert could be a drunk. Dude, Bert's doing some drugs or something on the street. He's jumping yeah. into sidewalk paint. I'll say this much. He's like licking the chalk and, you know, we don't know what's going Bert's happy, though. I'll say that much. That guy is, is really happy. contented. He has a good attitude, you Especially know. Especially if symbols, like, hooked yeah. to your knees. The chimney sweeps have the best attitude in the whole movie. Yeah, yeah. They have the worst jobs and the best the attitude. The chimney sweeps always do. And a little princess, I think, the kid <laughs> has a good attitude. Basically, like, being a, a chimney sweep is a... Fine way to live. Like, apparently. Dirty, but good. I, I, they all die of black lung, but yeah. the lives are But the lives they do but live are great. They can dance. Yeah, they can. Yeah, they sure and can do dance. amazing things with broomsticks. I'll say this much. There was one chimney, weep, chimney sweep too many at the end, though. I was like, okay, I, this is a nice oh, number. Oh, like all the but... shadows. Chimney time? Oh, yeah. I thought it went on for too long oh for me. Yeah. Oh, this movie had no editor. In it. Yeah, <laughs> this yeah. movie. Keep, keep going. Just keep going. I was like, wait, too many chimney sweeps? Not enough chimney sweeps. Give me 50 more. Give Let's me 50 duplicate more. them, yeah. Hey, let's have a 20-minute animated sequence. <laughs> that is so trippy. Yeah. I, I like it. I like when they yeah. went into the... 
it's just weird. And then it starts raining. And it rains it away, yeah. yeah. It rains it away. There's, Which is kind of cool, though. I like that. The thing about this movie that I think I learned was that, like, things have to end. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And that's the yeah. whole, like, that's, that's life. what keeps coming up in this movie. Like, that ends, and it's fun, but it has to end. Like, mm-hmm. when they go have tea with the old man, who I think was in an episode of Twilight Zone or something, and they're, like, all laughing at the ceiling, and yeah. he's mm-hmm. sad. They, have to, they all have to leave. You have to why, why? I have a question about that scene. Why yeah. is Mary Poppins so upset he's up there? Because it was her uncle, and is it her? I, I thought it, it was Bert's uncle. I thought it's somebody's uncle. I thought it was yeah. Mary's He's uncle. Uncle Albert, right? Yeah. Which is also the uncle name of Paul McCartney's Albert. song. Well, she, <laughs> she has an uncle that's not magic. <laughs> it's not her. The reason she's mad is I guess she's trying. He's trying. Like he's always up there laughing. Like he's basically laughing his days away, and he's always kind of living <laughs> on the ceiling. I think she's upset because maybe he's not supposed to be doing that. I don't know. They never really. Well, I think it's he's not like living his life. Yeah, because he's in the house all day, mm-hmm. like, yeah. laughing it up. Hmm. And they all can't yeah. effing help it but to laugh when it's there. Oh, but, and he laughed a lot during that scene, yeah. too. Like he, he did a lot of, like, Disney movies. That, yeah, that he did. did. He a lot was, of voices and stuff. He was the Mad Hatter in yeah. Alice in Wonderland. He oh, okay. looks like a Ben Franklin. Yeah, yes, he, he does. does. A goofier version. No. Yeah. <laughs> I just can't help it. Oh, I forgot. <laughs> <laughs> okay, so how did I, I would be upset with Mr. Banks if he's describing what they're doing on these out, like, the Banks family, I think the parents have a, a reason to be upset if, if a nanny's taking them out and they're out with a, a, a chimney sweep, <laughs> a local artist just taking well, them out. you know, the funny thing is, like, Mrs. Banks, she's actually doing something for history. She's fighting for Yeah, right. Why the hell aren't you taking your daughter with you to see yeah. that? Song? Maybe, right. I mean, I guess sometimes when Because the daughter has to be street, fed and in bed by six But o'clock. you're right. She needs to learn that. I yeah. just... I don't know. I'm like, well, is it really yeah. a full time job protesting all the time? Apparently. <laughs> well, you also I have to write a song about it too. Like, so yeah. I think it was just to... something for her to do. Well, not only did I did do I think that she wanted to do it for her own reasons, but you know, back then women, pretty much their existence was being mothers, right. being wives. And I being think like it gave her a sense household. of purpose. Yeah, yeah, like I have a greater meaning than just being this housewife. Um, but the funny thing I about that, that song that. is that the actress. That actress, when Disney first called her, she was excited and thought that that she would play the role of Mary Poppins. Huh. And then they said, "No, no, we already have Julie Andrews, but we'd love for you to play the mom, you know, the, the children's mom, which is a great role." And she was like, "Well, let me think about it." And then she's like, "Is there a musical number?" And I want to have a number, so they put that number in there, That's pretty much for that purpose. Wow, <laughs> she's high maintenance. Yeah, but she got what she needed. Yeah, she wanted. Sure, sure, sure. Yeah. <laughs> but uh, it's interesting you were talking about like things ending in this movie like I also thought that the, from my perspective the whole trajectory is this is really Mr. Banks' story like it's how Mr. Banks goes is from a terrible father yeah yeah he's a terrible, a terrible dad distant you know I got the sense though he's not a terrible person I yeah. think he's misguided he does not know how to relate to his kids at all he really wants to he thinks he is like he's just well and I don't think he's really happy mm-hmm. no either and that's what Another part of this movie is, is like finding your inner happiness, at least for him. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's because yeah. there's a great scene with Bert when the kids are talking to him about Bert, how the dad hates them now and everything. And he's like, I don't believe that's true. And he goes, you have to understand, your dad has nobody to turn to for help. I, I love that scene. Yeah. It's like he has nobody because he's the breadwinner. Yeah. He's the one that has to come home and, and keep, you know, uh, and, and keep his 
the chin up, so to speak, you know, with his job and everything, and he has nobody else to consult to or open up about his feelings. Because guys, you know, men did not do that back then in general. Like, they were not supposed to be... Or they were labeled gay! Right, yeah. Well, to be fair, there's <laughs> he came home and there was a 30 chimney sweeps dancing with him. <laughs> <laughs> I think he has a reason to be <laughs> kind of upset. Right, right. would be black, by the way. It would be so dirty. You 30 chimney sweeps? Oh my god. Pouncing through like what up hello, hello all right, good right. day good day and then he spotted Michael out of everybody like they were all dirty the, I don't know so well, maybe because Michael was like way down here yeah <laughs> yeah. yeah. he wanted to be a chimney sweep so. they're not only dirty but they're aggressively stalking everyone in the house repeating what they're saying oh, like totally. you know the, when the mom comes in they start stalking her and repeating everything she's saying and dancing and they, around her and during that dance number they literally pop out of the same house so they're, <laughs> they're all working at the same house they're on a mission. Are they just sitting there waiting and hiding for someone to come up on the roof so they can do a dance number? I think that's all they do in, in this movie is dance constantly. When we don't see them, they're dancing and doing routines. They're practicing. Boom, we just see the shadows against the silhouettes of the windows with them just dancing in the distance. The kids are running away from the bank. Yeah. And they stop and watch a dance they number. Feed the birds. That's not really a dance number. They don't step in the. No, when they leave her. the bank is when they hear feed the birds plays right. When they see the old lady, the old lady, yeah, and they have the, the toppings. Yeah. I thought she was saying that to them. That was prior, song. like because I no, think the sleep song is a different song. Oh, she's Close your eyes. That's a different like. I just watched, song. I watched it where they she gives them the sleep from the feed the birds song. Maybe that's that. That well, first she sings the sleep song. Diff- rain. Yeah, but then that night after they come home from the bank, she kind of does like a reprise of the Feed the Birds when she's putting them to bed. Gotcha. No, uh, the recollection I have... The recollection I have is I I think she sings the Feed the Birds song to them before they go to bed. Just talking about (laughs) it gives them the idea to give the toppings to the bag lady the next day before they go to the bank. Because Mr. Banks tells them, don't give her anything, you're wasting your money here. I'll show you. It'll be very fascinating when we actually go to the bank and I'll show you how to invest money. And Because uh, they see the, the bird lady on the streets before they go into the bank because uh, that's that's why there's that debate in the bank about giving that to the... They want to feed the birds. Like, you don't want to feed the birds. You want to give it to the bank. And by the way, they're very aggressive about getting that one <laughs> coin. Yeah, they're putting the whole uh, bank's reputation... They almost have a fight. Yeah. Great yeah. You know, if you're an 80-year-old banker and you're that successful and you're fighting with a kid over a toppings, <laughs> you probably deserve to go bankrupt. What's, the, what's that uh, equivalent to? I was wondering that, too. I'm not too know. familiar with I think British... it's a made-up... Probably a made-up... Or maybe at that point in time in history, that's what they used. I don't know. Toppins. Toppins. In that featurette, they said that um, when they were working on the movie and they wrote Feed the Birds, that um, Disney would have the two guys, the two brothers that like wrote yeah. all those music, you'd have them come in and they would listen to Feed the It would be on every Friday. They would come in, they would listen to Feed the Birds, and he would be like, and that's what it's all about, guys. Mm-hmm. And then he'd dismiss Aww, them. That's sweet. I, I think know. that's sweet. And then he hated Jewish people. You know, it puts it all into perspective. Yeah. And he was a misogynist. Yeah. Bad dude. Good friends with uh, Henry Ford, who also <laughs> anti Semitic. Yes. You know. Yes. Thanks for the cars, Hen. <laughs> that don't work that great. Yeah. They were all anti union, anyway. too, so they were all anti union <laughs> at the same time. Yeah, One of the scenes that I really like that really touches me with the with the toppins and the children is when they do come home after that episode at the bank. And the dad gets the call, and you know, um, 
everyone's kind of fearful he's going to lose his job. And I just think it's really sweet and really telling when the children come down and they give him the, the money and mm-hmm. they say, here you go, Dad, if this is what you need, you know, this will make you happy. Um, I just think that's so sweet because children are really perceptive like that and they're very innocent. And um, I, I don't know, I just thought that was a really touching scene. You know, I remember moments in my life kind of doing similar type things like with my yeah. parents. So it's really touching because, you know, kids get it. They they realize things. And I don't know, I think that was really sweet because I think it said a lot about the kids and how they really longed to make their dad happy. And I think it also said a lot about the father. And it was kind of his turning point at when he realized what's really important in life and how sweet his kids were and yeah. um, what was really I mean, that it mattered to him. The yeah. whole end scene where they're going to like fly the kite with that song, yeah. and then like Mary Poppins is having a full-on conversation with her umbrella, yeah. which I was very jealous of. But she's <laughs> like, you know, the umbrella is like, "Oh, aren't you sad? You're leaving," and she's just like, "No, like this is what I'm supposed to do. Like mm-hmm. I come in, and sometimes yep. it's sad when I leave, but you know." And then mm-hmm. they, they like they figured it out. Ripped yeah. your heart up. Ripped my heart out. Slam it on the table. Yeah. Like when the umbrella says, I like it when the umbrella says, um, in that same scene, he says, now, he, he says, aren't you upset that the children think more of their father now than they do of you? And she says, you as it should be. Uh-huh. And I just think that was really sweet. That is. You know, really, Mary Poppins isn't that dissimilar to Mr. Banks anyway with the kids because she's the one who actually puts her foot down when they start acting up like Bert. Bert's the irresponsible one, really. I mean, he's the quite a fancy guy. Yeah. But uh, she gets irritated by, you know, Uncle Albert and all these people. And it's like, she's just like a few steps more balanced than Mr. Mm-hmm. Banks, where Mr. Banks is more extreme. But she's not that dissimilar. So their values aren't that out of sync with each other. As well, much the thing thinks. is, is Mr. Banks is not at all interactive with his kids at all. By the time he comes home from work, they're asleep and in bed. I don't get the impression that he really spends a lot of time with them. Or that he really even knows them. Like there was that. I think there was a breakfast scene in the beginning when he was just getting annoyed every time the son would ask him something. You know, you get the impression that the dad is just. I have these kids. Someone else is going to take care of them, and yeah. I'm just their dad. Right. You know, he doesn't really want a relationship with them. Where I think Mary Poppins um, taught the kids that even if someone's like firm with you, it's because they do care about you and they do love you. I think she. Kind of, because in the when when the first nanny got fired or when the first nanny left, that was her major complaint: is that the kids were unruly and they didn't want to listen to her. Mm-hmm. And so, the kids needed someone to come in to say, "Hey, this is kind of how life works. You're going to clean up after yourself. You know, you're going to be responsible and yada yada yada. We can have a good time, but you have to listen to the adults and do as you're told." So she kind of, I think, helped prep them for the type of relationship that they would have with their dad. You know, is that what their dad said? I don't know, stop talking or clean up your room. They would be like, okay. Dad's not trying to be mean. He just, that's... It's funny that they, uh, he got annoyed with the children, but not with the admiral next door that always fired the damn canyon where everything should have broken (laughs) in your house. The piano. the heck? Another hypocrisy. Like, like I completely agree with you on that. I was thinking the same thing. It's like, this eccentric admiral keeps shooting a cannon off his roof that shakes the house. Like a nursing home. Yeah. Yeah. But he's okay with that, but he's not okay with the kids partying and singing songs. I think it's a status thing. The Admiral is someone that he probably respects because he's an adult. He's on. He's his equal kind of. Kids are kids. Yeah. They're he's way a, below you. He's a hypocrite, like we said. Yeah. I don't understand how, like I said. <laughs> thank, you for, <laughs> thank you for establishing that. <laughs> yeah. 
How, how was he able to build a naval ship? On, <laughs> on top wasn't there like some sort of ordinance? Like, hey, I'm going to shoot a cannon off my roof. That's fine. Hey. We have a delusional captain over here. You know, he, oh, he's... This is a fictitious <laughs> town. He might be senile. He might thing. be, you know, like, there might be some issues there. But we're going to allow him to build a cannon because... Well, you know, the British Navy was beloved in the country at that point, I'm sure. If you served at the Navy, well, you true. know, they they pretty much conquered the entire Britain globe. Was, like, the world power at that point. Yeah. yeah. So they said, what the hell? What would America? Maybe he was keeping him safe. You know, I'll just say that Britain treats their veterans very well. They're allowing them to fire cannons (laughs) off their roof. Yeah, that's... I wonder if that was a piece of the book, maybe? Because I can't really see how much value it adds. It's very whimsical. It's very quirky. I I was always thrown off by that. that 60s quirky stuff that's in Disney. I yeah. mean, because it's very easily to forget about. Like, when I think of Mary Poppins, the Admiral does not come to mind. I right. kind of forget about those Yeah, I don't, I, I, every time I see it, I'm like, oh, yeah, I forgot about that. Yeah. There's an animal with a, a cannon on his roof. There's sometimes you can go too quirky too much, you know. Like yeah. there's only enough quirk that you could take in a movie. And I think having that guy there, it didn't really, like you said, didn't add anything. They could have just taken that out well, easily. Well, P.L. Travels was obviously really particular about what would stay and what wouldn't oh, yeah. stay and how things were certain elements of the films. That's why I'm wondering if maybe that was a component in the book that she demanded stay. I don't know. Because it just seems a little odd yeah. being yeah. there. I, I haven't read the book, but just knowing what I know about her personality, I don't think that would be something she would approve of. Did she, it's, like, not go to the premiere, right? There was a controversy with... Um, I didn't... I watched some of the Saving Mr. Banks, and it was boring. <laughs> I actually liked the movie myself. Oh, but, you? yeah. But, Sorry. Uh, Sorry, Tom Hanks. <laughs> <laughs> For the record. You know, seeing Colin Firth play a drunk man. There he is. Yeah. Colin... Colin Farrell. Farrell. Colin Firth playing I like Colin, Colin Firth. Yeah. He's good. See, seeing Colin Farrell play mm-hmm. a drunk. Yeah, I mean the, the the scenes I liked in that movie were the scenes where they're making Mary Poppins like with Sherman Brothers and everybody. But uh, what I know of the story is like she never liked. Uh, she did not Disney, like. Right? Yeah, she didn't like Disney. She didn't like it. Cause she thought it would Disneyfy everything. You know, there's a lot of anti-Disney people that would probably agree with her on a lot of that stuff, but. It seemed like she was very difficult to work with. Like, mm-hmm. any ideas that people had for the songs, she just was not on board with a lot of that. Mm-hmm. So they eventually just started well, doing Well, because she that. didn't want it to be a musical. I think she was okay with it being a movie. Yeah. But, like, a musical, that's different. Well, he tried for, like, 20 years, yeah. didn't he? Yeah. Like, it was a long time. It was, like, right around the time he was making Snow White. Like, he, it was, like, 38 or so. Yeah. I don't like that movie either. She's asleep the whole time, first of all. I'm not a big fan of a lot of those. And her voice is like squeaky. Mm. I don't like it. She's annoying. The dwarves. No one cares. Yeah. The the queen's pretty cool, though. Sure. Sure, Sean. I like Pinocchio because it's drinking. Pinocchio is a really dark, dark movie. That's all you need. I've never seen Pinocchio. I've never seen Peter Pan. It's very dark. Pinocchio is like, you watch it now and you're like, this is for kids? He turns into a donkey. It's just very strange. Dumbo's dark. Never seen Dumbo. Bambi's. I don't like Dumbo. Dark. Bambi, you know, I remember also, like kind of watching Bambi as a child and being bored to tears. I was like, yeah. oh, when's this going to be over? <laughs> yeah. I like Beauty and the Beast or the Mermaid. I like Beauty and the Aladdin. Beast. Aladdin. Lion King. A lot of the, I, I like the Disney Renaissance. That's obviously when I grew up. 
Starting with is like the Little the Mermaid. Yeah, the Little Mermaid is what started the, what they call the Disney Renaissance. My side tangent is I've never liked Aladdin. Actually, I always found that movie annoying. I think it's because you it feels the like East? yeah. Well, no, I yeah, I love the Middle yeah, East. People, he said it. <laughs> I love the Middle East. I, I I don't like '90s Full House kids singing for. 30 minutes or oh, whatever. What are you talking that about? That kid was on Full House, wasn't he? The like... guy who did the voice, that's not a singing <laughs> voice, though. Oh, he didn't sing that. The guy who played Steve, DJ's yeah. boyfriend's voice, Aladdin, but yeah. that was it. I don't think anybody else would Full House. I don't know, for half of that stuff, I don't, like, Lion King, like, I don't think that was JTT singing for Simba. It was not, but he did do the vocals. He did the, like, or the, the voice. voice. The voice. Oh, so they did a lot of that, like, uh, yeah, like Disney, where they, yeah. they yeah. you know, because JTT did not sing, but he I was the voice. I think Beauty and the Beast still had a lot of, like, Broadway people. It did, it yeah. The quality yeah. of the music. It started with Little Mermaid. Yeah. The quality of the music just really raised. Well, they, yeah. You know, they had that Jamaican guy singing about being under the sea. Right. <laughs> under the sea. Under the sea. But come on, that's part fun, of your that's world. A that's a great song. to ride in the clam. <laughs> <laughs> go under the sea. See, I watched a virtual um, video of that, and I don't know. Maybe I'm just too particular, but I was a little disappointed because the little like the movie was out of sequence, and that bothered me. Oh, like the scenes the, where you go under, it's, it's out uh, of sequence. On the ride. Yeah, oh. moments happen like first that, that don't actually happen till the end of the movie, and interesting. I guess I'm like OCD. That kind of bothers me. I wish I would have done it right. Put the movie in sequence so you yeah. go through the part. You feel like you're going through the movie. There hasn't been an attraction for Mary Poppins yet, oddly enough. I That's surprising because it's such you know, a... she's not really... That was the one thing when we went last year. I was like, oh, Mary Poppins will be here everywhere. Now, they, you can meet her at Epcot in England, which I did. And it was amazing. Yeah. 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 It was wonderful. Mm-hmm. Um, but, yeah. Yeah, they don't really have like she's an She's not actual... like a princess or a cartoon or anything. I don't anything. know she's how kind well of like known a different... like that really is to Kids yeah today. in that yeah. like as compared to like Cinderella yeah. well we'll be in a couple years who I have yeah. to say this Cinderella man she's really durable like she's lasted the test of time that movie came out in I think 1950 yeah or 1952 or early 50s yeah and I mean she's still top dog princess mm-hmm. Cinderella boring she I, I think it's kind of you know that's not my favorite Disney movie either but I mean you have to give it some credit yeah, she's lasted crazy. a long time. There's so many renditions of Cinderella's. Oh, you movies, also all kinds of stuff. You also have to recognize when movies are of their time too. You know when they come out. You know it's hard, like because trends change too, and, and tastes change. So, like when a movie comes out, you know, because the early princesses, like the the big problem is like they didn't have a personality, and the princes would just come in and rescue them, and that was it. Where later on they started mm-hmm. developing more personality because people started catching like, on to those tropes. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, yeah. Well, I have more. Well, that's why yeah. I'm surprised that Cinderella has really lasted because she really didn't have a personality. Yeah, the she, prince rescued her. I mean, was she, she was a nice. Cleaning? Who knows? Know. Yeah. She was a nice lady. But the, I mean, I think it's the story more than the. I think yeah, she's sympathetic because it's the Cinderella trope. Like even like the movie Rocky, they said it's a Cinderella story. So yeah. I think it's that of the underdog coming up on top that's and getting a chance to. Yeah. Um, but, but with, uh, with this, like, uh, you were talking about the, how it resonates and it, it seems like for a lot of people, like this is one of their favorite Disney movies though. Cause I've heard a lot of people talk about how much they love Mary Poppins. It has like a hundred percent rating on Rotten Tomatoes. So critically oh, it's wow. done really well. Yeah. Um, and I'm kind of wondering how many of those people are chimney sweeps. Yeah, I know that might be, there might be, there might be a Finally. chimney sweeps union that's like taken over. Chimney sweeps are still alive. Yeah. Finally, they're well represented in the film. Yeah. 
I think uh, I have to say, like the the Julie Andrews performance in this is is uh, top notch. It's like it's like perfect, it's practically perfect. It, in really it is. is. But I am surprised at how little we see of Mary Poppins in this. That's what surprised me when I first saw it. Like I thought that she would be have a more prominent role, and more of the movie would take place with her and the kids. But there's only a few scenes like well, that. My opinion, anyway, my belief is because Mary Poppins is, she is, um, she's not the star of that story. That story's not about Mary Poppins. It's about the it's Banks family. family yeah. And she's there. She has a job to do, and she does it. And then when she's done, exactly. she leaves. Yeah, I mean, I, the movie's named after her because I feel like goes it's to the east yeah, whatever that poetry west, is. Yeah. yeah. So that's kind of my take on it. Is I believe that that she really isn't the star and the story's not about her she's more really a supporting character kind of totally if anything yeah but the movie's just named after her so i guess that's kind of a misconception but yeah i was i was wondering like uh i completely agree with what you said on there 100 percent. like this movie is really about the banks family it's really about mr banks moving from you know there's an arc with him moving from being very stubborn and conservative and dogmatic to being stubborn loose. And sus- what is that on the tape Stubborn oh. and suspicious, or something like oh, that. Oh, I want that tape so bad. That's what I'm saying, Scott. I'm <laughs> that would be, they sell it, it would come in handy. I'd love to get I that tape. I could not find it. Like, even in the big Disney stores, they didn't even have, like, a Mary Poppins section. Really? They had, like, little Mary Poppins pins that I bought. Oh, no. Sad day. <laughs> <laughs> that is sad. Tony's you gotta let the hair go. Clip just broke. Yeah. Your hair looks fine down, though. Thank you. Yeah. That's a bummer. This... Goodbye, my friend. <laughs> uh, that was strange. That was, re- yeah. I hate when that happens. It's very um, poppin'. She she probably did some magic there. But we were trying Snap to go to fingers. all these big Disney stores and um, at Disney World and like no, not even like a little Mary Poppins section. That's really, really depressing. Sad. Yeah, that is I was sad. like, give me a mug or something. Yeah. yeah or like a t-shirt. Yeah. Nothing. Practically perfect in every way. Yeah, that always... Exactly. <laughs> I mean, God, you can't give or her a gimmick either. Or a stuffed Mary, come on. <laughs> or a carpet handbag. Yeah, for real. That thing could sell for 50 yeah, bucks for easy. Oh, it was really depressing. Which is strange for a movie that iconic for the studio that they don't have that much merchandise. At, you know, And it might be because there aren't that many attractions at the park that are... Well, you know, related I mean, to Mary Poppins. I feel like they target the Disney World. Really, it, it's target market as kids. Yeah. Even though adults love it and enjoy it, it's and really, it's as far as merchandise goes, yeah. that's where they're going to make their money as the princesses and kids. And I feel like Mary Poppins is more of an adult movie. You know, one, it's older now, so a lot of children maybe not even be exposed to it. And two, the storyline, it's very sophisticated. Mm-hmm. And, you know... I, I that's probably maybe that's why I don't know why we don't really see a lot of Mary Poppins stuff because it's not it's a Disney movie but it's it's a different caliber it's not a Disney cartoon or you know what I mean yeah. it's a different type of Disney yeah. should Mary Poppins be considered a Disney princess no no no, <laughs> no please she's the den mother of <laughs> <laughs> the den mother <laughs> but that's where they make their money is on yeah. Disney princesses Mickey Mouse stuff you know yeah that kind of I was gonna say I feel like yeah I'm sure none of those kids know any like the 60s Disney my niece like, and I nephew probably don't parent, the parent trap oh yeah. talking to the right crowd we here we just watched that last weekend yeah it's so good Ugh. yeah and I think uh, like I, oh. I like the I like the style of the 60s here. And you really can't tell what time period this movie was made either. It has a timeless feel to well, it. This was based yeah. in the 60s. 
What? Yeah, women's suffrage. <laughs> Walt Disney's sixties. It's actually nineteenth turn of the century England. I know. Oh, That's exactly right. <laughs> That's where he was happiest. You know what's weird? There's so many jobs and that that they mention mm-hmm. that you don't know. Like they say, thank you, constable. Yeah. What's a constable? I looked it up. It's a police officer with that's limited authority. Say, with limited authorities. <laughs> so it's that guy in those. That's why you see those police officers with the helmets and the billy club. And they walk around oh, the streets. Right. They can't really do anything except take yeah. kids home. I'm learning. I love constables in movies though, because Young Frankenstein. I watched that recently. Yeah. There's a constable there, and yeah. they're always the nicest police officers in the world. I was like, yeah. I wish all police officers they're were constables. Considered yeah. a peace officer. Said, they're called. Like connection <laughs> network. The boosh. Oh, that was just funny. But, uh, yeah. Oh, no worries. It's made me laugh. It was like, the boosh. That's right. <laughs> Normally, it's like arbitrary things. That yeah, yeah, sense. yeah. It's like, like the boosh. <laughs> My favorite's uh, FBI. <laughs> FBI truck. What? <laughs> was that FBI someone... surveillance truck. <laughs> That's amazing. That's pretty good. That was yeah. someone's Wi-Fi. Yeah. Wait, really? Yeah, they, their Not Wi-Fi here. was called FBI surveillance truck. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> Ooh, I like that. Okay. It's fun. Banging yeah. that one. Banking. Banking. Oh, that's good. That's a good hey. one. Boom. Banking. Um, Don't bank on it. <laughs> Banks I'm on sure. it. I'm here for another hour. <laughs> Boom. Um, I, uh, well, yeah, I loved, I loved her performance. I think it's well-deserved Academy Award. Oh, yeah. But I also loved, uh... She's a gem. She yeah. is. I do... <laughs> I love Dick Van Dyke. I do. But I felt like sometimes it got... A little too much sometimes. Like I think he's like voted it. as one of the worst accents ever. In that that is, yeah, that's a big controversial. I think, yeah. He, yeah. Like, he does joke about it because he, he says like, it's terrible. They kind of told him to do it, but. And guys, yeah. we've gotten this far and haven't even talked about the penguin dancing. Oh no! I actually love not. that scene. I, I think the dancing is great. That scene. Now, I, I have like, one problem with that scene, but you what can, the okay. cartoon penguins? No, they, they sit down and have tea and they don't yeah. eat or drink anything. They just I do know, the penguin dance and they get up and leave. <laughs> <laughs> there dad, are. My dad told me, was it my dad? Dick Van Dyke didn't know how to dance at all. And he took like a bunch yeah. of dance lessons. Yeah, that shocked me. I thought he was a song and dance man because he comes off as if he's been doing it for years mm-hmm. anyway. I mean, with that name, come on. Yeah. It's amazing what confidence will do for you, kids. Mm-hmm. <laughs> The true fake it till you make it story. Fake it till you make it and put your pants down to your ankles and waddle like a I pimple. loved it. I, I thought it was it. brilliant. I, I like that. that kind of type of stuff. I it like was that. fun. Yeah, it was, it was fun. Cute. Really yeah. creative. Yeah, I to, love that To take the idea too. of penguins being waiters, which it's makes cute. total sense. Yeah, it's it cute. is cute. You can come back up You know, it's go? also nice... You know, I love Morgan Freeman, but it's nice to see penguins and not have him attached to it. <laughs> it's true. You know? <laughs> or the penguin, you know, yeah. like, yeah. yeah. Oh, yeah. Danny DeVito. Yeah. Meredith. <laughs> yeah. Can you imagine Danny DeVito Danny doing like... that dance with cartoon penguins? <laughs> yeah. Oh, my God. Yeah. I'm sure there'll be a YouTube video. <laughs> yeah. He just feeds Christopher Walken to them. That's yeah. kind of what he What's does. That him singing Why It's a Jolly Holiday with me. Like yeah, don't get I me started on that. I could. I prefer the Burgess Meredith Penguin to the Danny DeVito penguin myself because that's the I more. I prefer Burgess Meredith and Grumpier Old Men. Ah, there you go. I prefer Dick Van Dyke's penguin dance to both. <laughs> it's I good. Think... I mean, I, you know, um, cartoon dancing, you know, is live action cartoon slash dancing. Come on. 
is, I mean, it was actually innovative at its time. I think this is the yeah. first one, outside of maybe Gene Kelly dancing with uh, Jerry. Mm-hmm. That's probably the first time they did something like that, but this is probably the second oh, time. as a dancer, really... I love that kind of stuff. Straight mm-hmm. up my alley. Yeah. yeah. It's sure. different. And he pulls TV. his pants down. Yeah. Memorable. I love it. Very, <laughs> his ankles. I mean, that was really creative. Yeah, I yeah. really well, this think is it was creative. the only thing with that scene is that he, like, gets his pants all the way down, and then all of a sudden, like, cut back, and they're perfectly fitted, like, mm-hmm. at his ankles. They were. That really bothers yeah. me. <laughs> Commit, man. That's right. Go all the way well, with it. It's all magic. It's all part I of know, the Mary facade. Mary. Yeah, you're right. Mary fixed it. I love how... Scott, you said this earlier, and I think it's great. I love how Mary Poppins is vain, but easily flattered. She is. <laughs> <laughs> Because he says, you're very beautiful. Oh, you think so? And she walks by. You really think yeah. so? I love that. Yeah. My favorite mo- moment in the whole movie is during a spoonful of sugar where she looks at the, the, her own reflection and, and the reflection starts singing. And she goes, cheeky. <laughs> I love that. And then the reflection winks back at her. Yeah. Cheeky. It's wonderful. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> I know, I dug it. You know, I love I, when she first gets to the Banks house and she's like, oh no, this room won't do. Yeah. She starts like immediately fixing it because like I do that when I go in hotel rooms. <laughs> I like rearrange things and fix, move chairs over. I like the feng shui now. <laughs> oh, that's funny. Yeah, I love that scene where she's like pulling stuff out of her bag. Yeah, yeah. And, and can we just talk about the, I don't know what we're going to call it, well, first of all, animatronics, the cinematography, the special effects, amazing for 1964. You watch this movie today, I did watch it today, and it, a lot of it still really holds up. Like, it still looks yeah. real. It doesn't, you don't see strings, mm-hmm. you don't see mm-hmm. green screens. Yeah. I mean, it really looks really, really, I'm just going to keep saying that word. Mm-hmm. Well, yeah. it, it works because I think, it works because I think <laughs> she really commits to the character. Like, she she, she does everything she with ultra efficiency. Mm-hmm. She doesn't act as if this is unique or special. She just goes, I'm efficient, this mm-hmm. is my job. And she's always arched up like she's about to go to work. And she, she takes it very seriously, even well, when she's flying in the air. Well, her you know. feet are always in first position. Yeah. yeah. I know. I love that. I love that. She has perfect... She has perfect posture uh-huh. and everything. And when she, even when she's putting in all that stuff in the bag, she's doing it in a very efficient, mm-hmm. like, this is yeah. something she does yeah. all the time. She's already ready to move on to the next thing, you know. I oh. like when she says, let's get something straight, Mr. Banks. I never explain myself. <laughs> At the end. And she gets Tuesdays off, so I don't know what she does on Tuesdays. Every second Tuesday. Oh, every second Tuesday. Or something like that. She probably gambles. She probably is. She probably gambles, fixes that horse racing so yeah. she can win. <laughs> Exactly. That's exactly Gets what she's doing. Gets her hair done, you know. You know. Maybe has a couple what cocktails. Do a girl do. Do you think she and Bert are a thing, or is that just they always hint at that? I but feel it, like Bert wants it to be a thing, and she will forever. Um, he's in the be friend zone. Yeah, I think he's in the friend zone. Yeah. Totally. Yeah. Think of think about magical dates. <laughs> That's pretty much. What I think did. he's there for her to like feel good about herself because he talks about how great she looks all the yeah. time. <laughs> and then that part of it, she loves it, where she was, where he started like rambling off all these other girls' names, brought how great they are, and she was like, oh, I'm getting all upset. And yeah. at the end, he's like, but Mary is the best, or whatever. And she's like, she's like, that, yeah, it's really yeah. <laughs> There's two instances of jealousy in that 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 uh, From Mary? animated animated part, mm-hmm. uh, not just with Mary Poppins, but during. Uh, Super califragilistic. 
Expialidocious. That, that one cartoon. Did you notice all the cartoon men are shorter than the cartoon women? I love that. <laughs> yeah. It's pretty funny. I love it. And I that, one, that one woman is like so eyeballs? heavy. Like, how does she fit yeah. on that horse? Yeah. Some of their noses, like, yeah, he says, like mustaches. He says something like, that's the word I said that you said yes to, and she gets all upset. He's like, and it's been a word to work out. I don't know why she was upset. That's the word that, I don't know. I love that song, the Supercalifragilisticexpialidocious. That's a great number. You know, there's like some great songs in this movie. Uh, Spoonful of Sugar I love. I love that. And I also love uh, Chim Chimmery, you know. Yeah. Is is the top end, is it, is top it, not the top end, free the birds, the top end's about the bank song. Is that supposed to be boring on purpose? <laughs> Wait, is that Mr. Banks? Which That's which one is this? Put your money in the bank, you know. Oh, like, the money oh in yeah. The bank I can't you know get the bank. Well, it's about banking. How could it be exciting? Yeah. It's like. Yeah, the bank. I agree. It doesn't need to be four minutes long. But for real, it was like, don't work in a bank. You will die. Uh, I did work in a bank, and it took years of my life. Uh-huh. No I'm comments. Like, no. Not, oh my goodness. No well, comments. to Chase Bank. Oh really? Did you did you like? This is a family-friendly podcast. (laughs) Well, you know, I worked in, um, I got into banking, like, um, when I was in, like, college, mostly because the schedule was good, and it, like, paid decently, you know, and it was good work experience. I started off with credit unions, which I really loved. They have a totally different mission and mindset than big banks Uh do. But when I moved to Columbus, um, I took a job with Chase, um... And I, th- you know, I, I thought a bigger name, a big company, a lot of opportunities, probably maybe a little bit better run than smaller nonprofit credit unions are. No. It really, I think it depends on what you do maybe, but in the role that I was in, yeah. I just, I have a really hard time um, doing things that don't mesh well with my personal values or beliefs. I'm not that kind of person. I'm not driven by money. Mm-hmm. So that is never going to be a driving force. I'm I'm driven by emotion, by relationships, things like that. So for me, I didn't really enjoy the experience. Other people may feel differently, but you know, I, I just wasn't for me. But the one good thing that did come out of it is I have a Chase Disney debit card, <laughs> and I can get perks yeah. at Disney World. Oh, that's awesome! Yeah, you can like save money. Mm. You get you get um, pictures with characters, and they'll send you the digital downloads. We complimentary have any perks. Uh, set up for your trip? Well, I have to look at the list to kind of see what we're doing, but yeah, we can... All I have to do is show the card. Oh, Save 10% awesome. on, on merchandise. That's right. Which, that makes a difference. Mm-hmm. It does. They do have one... Oh, I have a Disney ornament. I have a Mary Poppins Disney ornament, and I don't know where it's at. <laughs> there you go. Uh, There's a merchandise I right there. I get that. They do have, like, this little room, or this little store that's all ornaments. It was really Aww. cute. Yeah. yeah. That's cool, yeah. Yes, I even tried to look for Mary Poppins merch in Epcot in England. Nothing. Nothing? Get on it, Disney. Yeah, that's really sad. Yeah. Not even like a Mary Poppins hat. Or like a little doll or something. Yeah, or like the little red bow. The little red bow tie. I know. No doubt they have the soundtrack somewhere, though. That's that's, that's gotta be. They probably have the DVD. Yeah. Yeah, Yeah, probably. You know, the soundtrack's so popular. On vinyl? I have it on vinyl. You do? Mm -hmm. Very cool. I found it at the thrift store. What's your favorite song nice. for the movie? I'm gonna go around the table. And um, ask. I like "Step in Time" because it, you know, there's a lot of tap dancing and uh, it makes me feel good. I like it. It's fun. I'm trying to think if there's any other one. Um, there's a lot of like heart wrenching songs that make me like, you know, break my heart. 
Feed the birds. Feed the birds, like, really. It's what it's all about. Let's go fly Sarah, a kite. That's it's what it's all about. Yeah. Is that the same bird lady? <laughs> is that the same bird lady from Home Alone 2? Now she's, instead of being lost in England, now she's lost in New York. Exactly. She used what little tuppence she had to get on a ferry to New York, a boat ride to New York. I wonder if she met Donald Trump there, too. Oh, my side, side note, or side story, um, a few weeks ago we were making cookies over at my sister-in-law's house, and my niece wanted to watch Home she's 11, she wanted to watch Home Alone 2, Lost in New York, and every two minutes she's like, "Is Donald Trump's in this movie, when's he coming up, when's he coming up, and I was like, I don't give a shit, Donald Trump is, stop asking me, I don't know, I know he's in this for a hot oh second, but she was real all about that. Yeah, Somebody just, at school or something, must oh, yeah. Have, something yeah. must have, yeah. yeah. Drive over to it. Yeah. Why do you care that Donald Trump's in it when you have, uh, what's his name? I can't even remember his name, so, uh. <laughs> Let's, okay, who cares if Donald I love the Trump's setup for that. It was Let's going. talk about the Talk Boy featured in it. Oh, yeah, the Talk Boy. The Talk Boy? Oh, yeah. I wanted like, that so bad. Remember they had a Talk Girl? I had it. Yeah. Oh, it was pink and purple. I'm jealous. Yeah. I don't know what happened. Also, Ralph Schneider's in that movie. <laughs> yeah, he plays yes. like the hotel guy. That's right. <laughs> That's right. Oh, God. Oh. Yeah, who cares about Donald Trump and Rob Schneider's yeah. in it? Yeah. Tim Curry. Oh, Tim Curry. Curry. Yeah, Tim Curry. That's, That's it. Good. He yeah. plays like the concierge. Yeah. yeah. Love oh, Tim Curry. I, love it. I freaking love the plaza. Uh, Rob Schneider. But, you know. <laughs> If Rob Schneider were alive today, maybe he or he is alive. Is he alive? Today. I think he's, he's dead, dead to me, Sarah. He's he, oh he, he's dead to me. Dude, big love. I'm not a big fan of Rob Schneider, although I do love the nah. hot chick. It's a good, it's a good funny flick. Oh, I was like, Deuce Bigelow. Oh, I don't think I've ever male seen male yeah. It came out before the hot chick. I'm thinking yeah. like early 2000s, yeah. like maybe 2000. I think it had like the first winner of Survivor. In it, it was really like just silly but fun. Yeah, Rob yeah. Schneider. Yeah. We, we had to bring up Rob Schneider doing a Mary Poppins podcast. <laughs> right, that's, kinda, yeah. that's insulting to every... Also, like, to one every... of my favorite SNL Oh, God. I, yeah. I was I'm terrible. I'm not a fan of him. I'm not a fan either. I no never liked never liked him. He was just not, uh, like, the copy guy. Video, yeah. yeah, just, wasn't you know. Would he make a good bird? Making no. copies? <laughs> yeah, that was, my, that was what I was going to say. No, I don't think he would, because I don't want to see that much of him. Or he'd be no. a good, grimy little thing. No, he wouldn't. Sure. If you were to recast this movie. Oh, jeez. Well, we're going to find that out, because there's a sequel being made oh, to Emily this. Butt. And, uh, Who I think will be a good Mary Poppins. Yeah, yeah. yeah. I think she has the... Yeah. But is it going to be a musical or is it just going to be? It's a sequel and it is a musical. It's directed by the same guy who did Chicago, Rob oh, Marshall. Okay. Yeah. Can Emily Blunt sing? Yeah. Uh, she, can. she can. She was in Into the Woods, which was also directed by Rob Marshall. She has Marshall, a nice voice. So. She does. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. yeah. I think so, she'll be a great Mary Poppins. Good. Uh, Colin Firth, who we brought up earlier, <laughs> is in it too. He's Mr. Banks? Yeah, he's playing a Mr. Banks ish character. Is? I think okay. it's like a new guy. It's a new banker. Oh, she goes to a new family? Yeah. Oh. Okay. And uh, Lynn Manuel, he's playing Bert. He he's playing a Bert-like Amy character. Cole they're all kind of Bigelow, they're, they're they're analogs to the previous <laughs> movie, but they're not Rude. the same characters. Because is, is she the girl that didn't have a leg? Oh. I don't know. It just says Ruth. Oh man, that's probably why I like that movie. <laughs> they're analogs. Yeah, they're they're analogs in the sequel of, of different need to rent characters. It. A family video up the street. I'm sure <laughs> they have it. I'll go get a Tell little, them Tony a little Tony <laughs> and get a box of pops. 
All right, so getting back to Mary Poppins. <laughs> um, Guys, I do want to say um, I might be the third third timer, but I'm the first breastfeeder. So. She is. Yes. Uh, and Walt's the first baby to join Walt's us. the first baby, so right. suck on. And Gil's the first dog. That's right. Yeah, he would be the first dog, yeah? Sabrina's been featured many times. Yeah, Sabrina's been on the podcast. Well, Walt's technically the first baby. I think we've had other babies. <laughs> Not on the podcast. <laughs> on the podcast, yeah, yeah, we have. Like you know. babies? Yes. Adult babies? Yeah. <laughs> well, that's, that's I'm one of them, you know. I'm, I'm, I've had my moments. Up, we're talking about... Uh, yeah. Um, we were going around about songs, right? Yeah. Oh, yeah, what was your favorite song? Did you guys say what your favorite songs were? Yeah, I don't think you guys did. No. I think she, Sarah did. I said step in time. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Step in time, yeah. step in time. Because I want 50 uh, chimney sweeps in this house. <laughs> dirty chimney sweeps. Yeah, dirty chimney sweeps. <laughs> so what's your favorite song, Scott, in this? this song uh, my favorite song is, uh, I like Supercalifragilistic. I just like the. I wish they leave that. Just the first part of the word. Uh, no. You're a bigger fan of the first half of the word, not the second half. The second half is just a little bit much. I wish I could say it backwards. Yeah, she, she does. She does. That's about going too. That's a bit too much, don't you think? Yeah, she said I wonder if that was rehearsed. I had to have been. I, I like the song. It, it, you you wait a long time. It's like Dosha Supercat, or I don't know. I'll have. To, I'll come back to that. Yeah. You. You wait a long time to get to that song through the animated sequence, um, but uh, you mean you don't like "It's a Jolly Holiday" with you, Mary? I like that. It's I, a jolly I, I can do without the race, yeah. the, the carousel race. Oh, and yeah. uh, are you saying it was like thirty minutes too long, Scott? Okay. <laughs> thirty minutes too long. <laughs> I mean, it doesn't take long. They meet Mary Poppins. She takes them outside. It's like, all right, we're gonna do this full on animation. I always thought those sequences are just an excursion to show that she's a magical being, and this is what she she, she shows the kids this side yeah. of life that they don't normally get to see at the Banks's house. Well, also, Walt that... Disney really wanted to showcase his animation. Oh yeah, that, that's, 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 that's the bigger. That's, that's, that's actually the bigger. That's the bigger. That's he that's liked, exactly he really loved saying. putting real people with animation. Like that was his. I think that was he got like off his on dream, that. Yeah, yeah that. Was, you, or do you think he, like, caught off? Maybe. I shouldn't have said that, because now I'm thinking things I really don't want to say. like, a bag of porn that was, like, people in cartoons. You just heard, like, Let's the sound of Mickey Mouse's laughter. Oh, boy. Oh, my God. Um, no, but that was, like, Sorry, he guys. loved that. Oh, we wanted man. to put that well, image out for everybody to so enjoy. Sad. You know, you so know next... it's out there. Oh, yeah. <laughs> Mary Poppins. Yeah. We're not the first to explore that territory. Oh, dear God. Uh, yeah. So, uh, what's your favorite song in the movie, Tony? My favorite song is Spoonful of Sugar. Oh, oh good. Nice. That's a great song. I love that one. I think it's a fantastic scene. We're introduced to Mary for the first time, and we kind of get a sense of who she's about and her disposition and everything, and mm-hmm. I, I just love that one. In fact, when I'm having like bad days at work or just in general, I just start singing like the top part of that song. It just makes me feel better. Doing a Julie Andrews impression, That's and just because she smiles when she sings, <laughs> that one she also like, sings to the bird, the bluebird. Yeah, when he flies in, the animatronic yeah. bird yes. flies on her hand, which is actually her whistling. Yeah, Julie Andrews is actually whistling for oh, the robin. Really? In that. Oh, yeah, wow. That's, That's cool. So she plays multiple parts. She like. does. It's like Doctor Strangelove. <laughs> yes. She has three different roles in the movie. And every time, ta- oh, he has a. Mary toot toot toot. He knows a song will move the job along. <laughs> and then the little things start marching. Oh, I, w- I always wish my room could clean up like that. Yes. Yeah. Who couldn't? Help me out. Who couldn't? <laughs> 
Um, I agree with you. Uh, like, I love a spoonful of sugar for sentimental reasons. I said my grandmother used to sing that to us when we were kids, at least to me. Um, but if I had to pick one song, there's three songs that are great. I'd probably go Chim Chimmery. I, I like that song. It's kind of like an old Irish mm-hmm. lament. Which version almost. do you like? Uh, the first one. <laughs> the first. There's like five of them, aren't there? I like the original, the, the, the opening the opening one. I like the accordion in it. I'm oh, a sucker for accordion. Yeah, yeah. yeah. That, I do like too. the instrumental. They do, they, they do a lot of instrumental versions. It's of great. It's like the Mary Poppins Suite. It's a part of like that. Yeah. They did. I, the Sherman Brothers, who are like their stockhouse songwriters, who wrote most pretty yeah. much all the songs in this They're movie. Amazing. They are amazing. They're great songwriters. Even the score is great. You know the overture. I, mm-hmm. The scene I like is very moving. Is when Mr. Banks walks from the house to the bank to get fired. Mm-hmm. Okay. And they got to play it really sad and yeah. the silhouette. They're great. That's. Who directed this movie? Because I have no clue. I know it's Walt Disney. That's pretty much... The guy that directed it was Robert Stevenson. He uh, also directed The Love Bug. He directed a lot of Disney films in the 60s. He's a pawn. He's not... He's a hired hand. Uh, He did... This is uh, not Stanley Kubrick. Wait, what? Can you imagine if David Lynch directed Mary Poppins? First of all, that would probably be entertaining. If Kubrick did, like... Mary Peel Travers would, would have loved been, that version. Mary Poppins it's... would have been raped She would have been like yeah. a murderer. Stanley Kubrick sucks. Hey, hey, hey. <laughs> oh. that was never farting words now. No. Uh, well, I just on. have to say, uh, as I said kind of earlier in the podcast, really and truly the cinematography in this movie is phenomenal. Mm-hmm. It the is. The colors, it really looks like a Broadway stage. You know, like it, you really feel like you're in this little town. It doesn't look like a cheap movie set, you know. Yeah, I don't think any... This movie had to cost a fortune. Oh, it was... uh, It was like his pet project during that time, so he was probably investing all the money into Mary Poppins. And uh, that's why we didn't get the real Epcot. What well, I actually think that guy, that Stevenson guy, did a great job directing this. I don't know how, like, you know. That's why Mary has nothing at, at Disney World. They're like, girl, we already invested enough. In girl, you. we gave you so much money. Girl, no. Yeah. I mean, you think they'd at least give her a ride? So, what's your uh, overall impression? Walt's favorite. Walt's, Walt's favorite appropriately favorite named Walt on this podcast. Yes. I Is know. he named after Walt Disney? No. <laughs> no. I did think about that, though, when we were there. I was like, yeah. <laughs> Okay, sorry. No, no, that's fine. No, Walt just, his favorite song is Feed the Birds. Oh. Hey, ladies and gentlemen, <laughs> if you have an issue with a baby being on the podcast, screw you. Yeah. <laughs> this is our podcast. I'll beat you. Yeah. Hey, Walt, have you seen Mary Poppins yet? Aww. <laughs> He's like, yeah. It caught his attention, though. Mm-hmm. Hey, just, Walt. Walt. See, we watched Ghostbusters when you were doing <gasps> Yeah. Oh. Yeah. We did. Wow. That's awesome. I that's actually a great, that's a great story. Who his favorite Buster will be. I don't know. He's an Egon. He looks like an Egon kid. Yeah. <laughs> He's my favorite. <laughs> so, uh, what's everybody's overall impression of the movie? Like, like to end, like, does it hold up for you? Do you still love it as much as you did when you first saw it? I do, and um, uh, I also love the part of like Banks's stupid collar, like shooting <laughs> out when they're going to fly kite. No, I think um, now being a parent, like, oof. It makes me a little bit more sad to watch it, not in a, like in not in a bad way, in a good way. Um, to just really appreciate the time you have with, like with your family and everything, and to really uh, appreciate the good things in life, and to know that yes, they will end and it will be sad, but something else happy will happen, and just the whole cycle of life. That's what this movie is about. Mm-hmm. It's very heavy and sweet. 
Mm-hmm. Very bittersweet, yeah. Yeah, it's a very yeah. bittersweet movie. Mm-hmm. When you see her flying off at the end and perfect first position. Yeah, I know. <laughs> Gets me every time. <laughs> The perfect first position or ballet. ballet. First position. Her feet are in perfect they first position. They should sell that umbrella. Sell they should sell umbrella. those shoes. Should. I would buy all that crap. Would <laughs> too. We'll get on that. We'll get on Disney petitions and get them. Uh... I wonder if Etsy has like a tape like that. There's a lot of creative people that think of things I like that. Were, I bet it exists. Mm-hmm. I'm gonna find it for us. Donate. Please. I want to know how I measure up. <laughs> I suspect practically perfect. Sweet. <laughs> <That's right>. <laughs> Yeah, I think it helped. <laughs> <laughs> we're, we're talking about segues. That's like yeah. the ultimate segue right there. Silent but I put you on the spot in fairness, Sky. No, we, uh, absolutely. Uh, I think, uh, well, considering I've only seen it two years ago, <laughs> from the first time I watched it to, to now, it's held up enormously. It hasn't aged in two years at all. Okay, can I say something? I would really like to see the Godzilla version of Marathon. Oh, uh, I would too. God. I would too. Oh, man. But some people could really learn a lot from Godzilla. In this yeah, they can. They, yeah, could. they could. Godzilla would solve Godzilla a lot of problems. fly off in the distance at the end. Yeah. The chimney sweeps would be burned for other reasons. Oh yeah, chimney sweeps. The one thing has a con. Some of those chimney sweeps, I could use some subtitles to, to figure out what they're saying. Oh my gosh, you just hear screams in the distance. Dick Van Dyke could use some thirty cognac accents. I picked up gum. And you guys picked on Joel. You picked on Audrey Hepburn for her cognac accent. Listen to Dick Van Dyke. Yeah, this movie does hold up, and uh, <laughs> <laughs> and uh, there's a. Uh, <laughs> You know, it's got a little bit. There's a, you do get that little uh, token Disney racism at the end when he says, when they talk about the Boston Tea Party. <laughs> oh yeah, I forgot about yeah, that. Yeah, you do. You do. Like some red Indians. When he goes to the bank, <laughs> Mr. Banks goes to the bank. Too many banks. He goes to get fired. Yeah. And they asked him about the... Uh, they used the metaphor of the Boston Tea Party and how it affected the, the banks. And he's saying they dressed up like uh, Native Red Indians. They didn't say Native Americans. Red American or something like that. They yeah. Red Indians? Yeah, it, it's, you oh, know, for Disney God. racism, it's very... This is very mild. mild. Uh, you want to see blatant days of Disney racism. Uh, Song of the, <laughs> Song of the South. South. That's the one yeah, to go with. Oh, yeah. Um, What's the ride at Disney that's... Splash Mountain. Splash Mountain, thank you. Yeah. That's good. I don't think we'll go on that. You get wet. Yeah. But uh, no, I think it's it's wonderful. I enjoy it a lot. I think it's too long. I would if it's like an hour and a half. I think that'd be perfect. How long uh, is it? Two hours? Two and a, almost two hours twenty minutes. Oh wow! I didn't realize it was that long. Because there's no dance sequence. It's like <laughs> they do a dance sequence, and it's almost like you know what? We're not done yet. <laughs> Let's, Let's just keep going. <laughs> More chalk painting. Uh, the songs will end, and they'll still just keep dancing. But uh. You know, they're very talented people, and uh, who am I to they say? They want to show their no. stuff. Oh, I yeah. actually would have gone into every chalk painting. <laughs> I do, too. I really would have liked to see the beach, beach side yeah, one. Too. And spend 20, 30 minutes in each one, mm-hmm. so it would be like a four-hour movie. <laughs> Four-hour movie of chalk painting exploration. <laughs> they could do. They could do like Rogue One. They could do like spinoffs yeah. of each chalk yes. painting and yes. what they did in each painting, yeah. and that would be the movie. That's that's the movie. Mm-hmm. There you go. Walt Scott. There you go, Disney. Yeah. You have that. You have the property. Walt's got his work cut out for him. Yeah. Tony, what's your uh, overall? Oh, of course, I love it. It's it's great. I think it's a classic. I, of course, it holds up. I love the story. I think it can resonate with people. From all walks of life, from every different stage of life, um, the music's great. I mean, 
Julie Andrews is phenomenal. The character of Mary Poppins I love. Um, I like that she's sort of this undefined um, being that, that comes in and, and helps people and is kind of on her own. You know, she's an independent thing, and I like that about her. Um, yeah, I just love the movie. I think it's great. The more I watch it as I age, the more sort of touched by it I become. Mm-hmm. I think it's really a classic. And it's a shame that Disney World doesn't have merchandise <laughs> for it. It is. It is. Uh, I like this movie. Um, I do tend to agree with Scott a little bit where it might be too long at times and some of the sequences maybe go on too long. But I think overall it's a good movie. I really like uh, the performances from Julie Andrews. And I, I love the actor who plays uh, uh, Mr. Bert. Bank. <laughs> <laughs> the actor who plays Bert. Yeah. Who is that guy? Do you have a career after this? Yeah. Um, I like uh, Glennis Johns a lot in this too. Yeah. I think, you know... And um, mm-hmm. I also like uh, uh, David Tomlinson, who's the guy who played Mr. Banks. I think he has a great performance yeah. in here. It's very understated. He mm-hmm. gives a lot of dimension to that character, so you feel sorry for him. But at the same time, you get irritated with him when he's too hard on the kids. I'd like to see him do a duet with Rex Harrison from My Fair Lady. I know, the talk singing <laughs> duet. Hey, who could out talk sing the other? Rex yeah. Harrison, though, lots yeah. of drama around that, too. You know, they created that... Uh, Lady, like they created that role for him, like the, the, all the songs they created mm-hmm. for him because they're all speaking. The one songs. about the woman, yeah. Yes, I do um, that. Yeah, he can't sing, and then like the night that it premiered on Broadway, he locked himself in his um, dressing room for hours. He wouldn't come out. Mm-hmm. Wow. Yeah, he and I also share the same birthday. I bet you he created the drama with Julie Andrews and Audrey Hepburn. Now that I think Same. about it, I do love him in that movie. <laughs> I do love him in that movie, though. Um, I think the trail leads back to Rex on that one. Oh yeah, oh yeah. Um, but yeah, I mean, I love his performance. Uh, I love the songs. I think the songs are great. Mm-hmm. Uh, I'm not crazy about Uncle Albert and that stuff. I think that guy's a little too hokey for me. You He's know, definitely molesting. Yeah, yeah, that laughing too much. Know. Hiding out for some reason you know, yeah. that we don't know. Yeah, I don't think those jokes were that funny, honestly. I, the one that's like, <laughs> oh, talk about your target audience. It's like, come yeah. here, let me rub your back. And you're like, you're not touching my back. It's not like he's hanging well, out with Richard Pryor. Apparently, what a, apparently <laughs> what a, I would have, I would, I'll pay to like, see that movie. Like young Richard Pryor. <laughs> with that guy? Yeah. <laughs> that would be fantastic, or actually. Like Red Fox or somebody. Yeah, Red I Fox, guess, Richard uh, Pryor. Disney really like, liked that guy, the actor. Yeah. So they, they kind of like threw that scene in there for him. They threw a lot of scenes yeah. in this movie. Yeah, well, Edwin, it, it was a Ed character Wynn. actor. Yeah. yeah. And, and Disney, I think, really liked him. And he did. For whatever reason, he he threw that in there because he liked Edwin. He's a fine actor. I mean, he's a good comic actor, but, you know, it just like a guy who laughs all the time. It's just like, you know. I never found people laughing at movies funny, ironically. I've never found when people laugh like that. Except for the Joker. I do like him in the Joker. Which one? Uh, Nicholson's Joker is a funny... Ledger's Joker doesn't really cackle that much, really. He goes, ah-ha, ah-ha, ah-ha. That's funny. And he does this. How about the the taxi driver from Something like that, right? (laughs) The taxi driver from Scrooge. Buster Poindexter. Yeah, Buster Poindexter laughs. He's a good laugh. Um, But in general, like... Yeah. (laughs) They were chaps. They were, they were. He wore a lot of makeup. He did. Yeah, all that... Um, yeah, I think it holds up, but I, I kind of wish, like, uh, the point I make overall, I like, I really like what Sarah said about the movie, about the cycle of life mm-hmm. stuff that goes on, uh, where, you know, almost like, to me, I, I, I guess I took away from it is, 
it's better to live your life. I really think Bert has the best philosophy. He's kind of emblematic of what they think you should be doing. It's like no matter what your profession in life or what your status in life, you should. The most important thing is philosophically to to be happy and and, and have fun and, and and make yourself happy every day. And that's what Mr. Banks learns at the end is like you know even the bankers when their father died, who was also played by Dick Van Dyke by the yes. way, um, the old man. He said that that's the first time he had laughed, and mm-hmm. they were flying a kite. Oh, so yeah. everybody's just basically saying, we're all really depressed, but now that we know we can have fun, yeah. no matter what we do, Even you know, that's it. about to lose the world power to the United States. Right. <laughs> but why not have fun as you go down? <laughs> I should have known that was Dick Van Dyke, because he seemed very loose-limbed. <laughs> yeah. 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 I was like, man, how many loose-limbed <laughs> actors did they hire? <laughs> <laughs> That's right. Yeah, the, the, the loose limb is given away, you know. Um, the guys that are constantly walking, but they look like they're gonna fall. Yeah, I. Uh, yeah, I mean, I like. I, I like the thematics, like you said. Like, I took away from it is to have fun, no matter what happens. Um, so um, I always end every podcast with uh, uh, letting people know where if it's available on Blu-ray, because I think. Outside of it, I'm gonna uh, guess it is. Yeah, yeah, exactly. <laughs> I think this year was an anniversary, wasn't it? Hmm? Was this year any kind of anniversary or last year? They actually had uh, a 50th. I was gonna say an- they just had one not too long. Ago. They did. They had the 50th anniversary edition on oh, Blu-ray. Uh, yeah, it, it yeah. supposedly has a lot of great um, special features and stuff. Yeah. It came out around the same time Saving Mr. Banks was in theaters too, so they have some yeah. tie-ins Ask on the special events. Yeah, and they had Marnie Nixon go through and redo all the songs. She did. She she redid everything. <laughs> she, yeah, bitch. Uh-huh. She even played Dick Van Dyke's character in that, you know, just to oh add. A and then talked bad about everybody <laughs> yeah. afterwards yeah. in your interview. You know, all this rips around in accents. Dick Van Dyke was criticized for his Cogney accent. Audrey Hepburn can't sing, so they bring somebody else. So back I then, that she can sing. Natalie, yeah. they just yeah. chose to replace her. There are there are some song bites on the uh, Micro Lady special edition that you bought me when it does have Audrey Hepburn singing those numbers and they sound phenomenal. Yeah. What did she win a Best Actress an Oscar for? A Roman Holiday. Roman Holiday. Mm-hmm. She did. Yeah. Well deserved. Yeah, she she's a fine actress. Um, That's how I like to end the podcast. <laughs> exactly. We'll talk about Audrey Hepburn somehow, some way. We've tied her in. Six uh, degrees. But yeah, like it's on Blu-ray. Uh, it's supposed to be a great. 50th anniversary edition. It has all this stuff. It has a weird uh, a cover, though. I don't know. This, is, this feels more like a Nintendo cover because it has uh, the lettering for Mary Poppins. Oh, seems yeah, more like a Nintendo video, video yeah. game than does. Yeah, it's uh, supposed to be fun. So I haven't checked it out myself, but if you know, I definitely recommend it if you're into that. <laughs> and that's go fly a kite. There we go. Great song. Let's go fly a kite. Let's go. Watching Sean sing. Soaring up in the atmosphere. Where are the clouds are clear? I don't know, but that sounds right. Well, we want to thank Sarah and Walt for being on the podcast today. Uh, yeah. Next time when I'm your fourth or fourth. Yeah, <laughs> no doubt. You know. We'll have to think of some new record to break. Yeah. Oh, good boy. I wonder what movie we this could possibly do with you. This is the first time I had one. a LaCroix. LaCroix? Uh, a coconut drink? Yes, LaCroix. LaCroix. I called it LaCroix for a long time. Do you have anything to plug coming up? Um, 
all all hashtags so we have a show every wednesday at the backstage bistro so please come out and see that we try to make it um a fun, when is this coming out Scott? uh in the next few weeks yeah. yeah um we have a lot of fun people coming girl prov is uh february 8th i think so that's always a fun show for us um we're helping out with improv wars so that's every other thursday uh, right now it's at the big room, so come see that. It's a lot of great improvisers all together. And um, guys, and I don't know if you, I don't know if you guys have seen it or not, but we do TBD every other Friday. I haven't watched it yet. Yeah, it's a really, really, really good show. It's a fully improvised musical by some really. I'm not in it. I sit with Walter in the audience <laughs> and I enjoy it, and oh. it is. It's a really good show. So if you're ever, if you're ever free on a Friday night, you want to come to the backstage bistro. And the hashtag mania is probably coming up too. Hashtag mania, I believe, like spring. So yeah. we're figuring out the deets for that. So hopefully, all you guys will be back again. Oh yeah. Scott was on my winning team. A couple years ago. It's a fun time. I'm a reigning 2016 champion. Won last year. Yeah. Team community. We won't have a team community this year. <laughs> <laughs> like the right amount of heads. Good, good, so. good. Oh, I'm happy to know I was on but the yeah. first ever Team <laughs> Community. First and last. <laughs> team Community was awesome. Made history. It was a good time. And then we have, uh, you know, you'll get to see Scott, Tony, and I performing in and around Columbus. Uh, mm-hmm. I know that we have a second uh, performance of The Putts coming up on February 4th at Cafe right. Kerouac. What's that? It's a show I directed it oh. with, with a bunch of different improvisers. Cool. and. Uh, Scott, Tony, and uh, Mark DiBerzio, and a few other people that have been on the podcast. Josh Greenwald are Grant, in that. Uh, Grant's so. in it. Grant Walters, oh, yes, a good friend of ours. Uh, Saturday, February 6th. Those... Yeah. February 4th. February 4th. Yeah, February 4th. February 6th. I don't know what's going on. It's a Monday. Show up anyway. <laughs> I just want to see what happens when people show up on February 6th at Cafe Kerouac. You'll have a good drink there. When's our Idiot Boxes? Uh, oh, that's right. Idiot Boxes, Saturday, March 25th at 8 p.m., Again at Cafe Kerouac. If if you um have a catch idiot box, I highly recommend it. It's a sketch comedy show, and it's like improvised sketch comedy, and it's just a lot of fun. It's really unique. Uh, unique. It's kind of fast paced. It has a very sort of satirical, like Saturday Night Live esque vibe. Um, we incorporate like music and costumes and things, and it's a lot of fun. I love it. But that's going to be Saturday, um, March twenty fifth. So we have a while till that one. That is a good place. That is a really great place. Kind of understated. I like it. Great drinks, coffee drinks, and all kinds. Yes, books for sale. It's good. It's a great place. Other things for sale. It's a great place. Yeah, who knows what's going on there? But anyway, but thank you everybody for listening, and we'll see you next time. See you. Bye. Bye.